where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Hey, UK Bills Mafia. This is Christian Wade of your Buffalo Bills. This is the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast with your hosts, Matt and Alex. Let's go, Buffalo! Woo! Welcome to another episode of the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast. Bills news with a UK twist. I'm Matt. That is Alex. We're your hosts. And as we say, with the red, white, buffalo blues with our own Bill's mug. Alex. How cute is that? You I want and yeah, no, I got one too. Yes. <laughs> so we've got on today's show, we're actually um, we'll be talking to uh, Matt Inkster, who uh, was a previous guest of ours when he was under the um, Patriots Nation UK podcast. Um recently um rebounded to Pat's Chat UK. Um, what's your uh, what's your views on the uh, on the upcoming matchups for the uh, for the season? So we have Matt, good friend of the show. Too bad he's a fan of the biggest rival that we have. <laughs> um, uh, obviously, there's a lot of buzz about this year's Bills team, and the big hurdle that we have to get over is the Patriots. Obviously, so um, will they? Can they? Um, you know, Matt gives us insight into. Uh, what happened to their team with COVID and all their opt-outs. We talk a lot about Cam Newton and what to expect. Um, <clears throat> it sounds like it's going to be uh, probably a split, you know, home team wins. And yeah. I think that's going to be a good start. Mm. I think, I think, for me is, taking... I think, I think for me is the, it is going to be the matchups because I mean, They've lost. They've lost um, Hightower. They've lost Patrick Chung in the um, on the defense. They've lost Marcus Cannon on offense. Lost a couple of players. Can the Bills actually finally break through that um, that drought and actually put together that sort of performance that we know they could have done last year? They played close twice each time. Obviously with Diggs on there, it's going to be an interesting one for um, for sure. So, a crazy uh, question for you. Would yep. you rather beat the Patriots and go nine and seven and get that last wild card spot, or would you rather go like uh, eleven and five but zero and two against the Patriots? What's more important, slaying the beast or being good overall? Is there a third option of going ten and six and splitting? <laughs> no, you get one or the <laughs> other. Um, I feel for this year, if we're just talking about this coming season. I'll probably go eleven and five and a double loss to the Patriots. I know I'm going to get killed for that, but that way we know that we're going to be guaranteed a playoff place, and anything can happen in the playoffs. And if we keep them close, like we've done done the two games this year, uh, so yeah. I'll be I'll be happy with that. To say it's, there's unknown I factors. It, I see it the other way. Uh, I see it as if we can. I mean, if we go nine and seven, but beat the Patriots twice. Um, I think because our schedule is so tough, mm. knowing that we can look at our division and say, hey, we own this division, we're, we're a lock for four or five wins uh, out of the division, then the rest of the schedule figures itself out. In a year, this year, where we have tougher opponents, 
Mm. And an extra wildcard spot, nine and seven, get in, but own your division. That's all you want. Because also, if in that scenario, let's say we win the division at nine and seven, that's still a tops playoff spot, you know? True, true. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, take, I'll take the middle ground, 10 and six in a split. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so if you're watching this on our, on our YouTube channel, get that popcorn ready and uh, get ready to uh, watch. If you're listening to it on one of our podcast channels, turn up that volume as we talk to Matthew Inkster of Pat's Chat UK. And we're joined from the Red, White and Buffalo Blues with Pat's Chat host, Matt Inkster. Matt, thank you for, uh, thank you for coming on the show. Welcome. Well, thanks for asking me, Matt and Alex. Um, pleasure to be here. Second time, third time, is it? Recurring guest? Uh, second time. I thought it was about this time last year when you were doing your previews before. Um, under the old moniker of the podcast, which has <laughs> just been rebranded as we were talking about off air. So yeah. well, I can get into that at the end. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, first question, uh, softball. Uh, this is what I'm asking kind of everybody. It's been an interest to me since I've moved to the UK. Uh, how did you become a Patriots fan? Um, the, the short answer is that I went, hmm, hmm. <laughs> Boston, yeah, that'll do. Um, but the long-winded answer is that I've got a rare blood condition, which means uh, sun isn't my best friend. Um, when especially like weather, like we've had these past few days. Um, mm. So I didn't want any Californian teams, didn't want any Florida teams, anything in the South, pretty much, <laughs> unless you're going to be in in Dallas or. Um, New Orleans, where obviously they play, they can play indoor stadiums um, or, you know, the other indoor ones. But anyway, um, West Coast was out of the question for me because of the time difference. I didn't want to be staying up and watching a lot of late games a lot of time um, because friends of mine are baseball fans and they're both Giants fans. um, So it's a bit of an issue watching, trying to watch games at three in the morning rather than at nine, ten, midnight, whatever. Um, so yeah, so I ended up in East Coast, wanted somewhere colder because of my condition. Um, um hello? Then, yeah, exactly, well, we're going to say, why not? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not a very, like, cool sort of place really, is it? Although, although since, in more recent times, since I've learned a bit more, it is, it's not the worst place. I mean, there's a big, there's a community spirit there, as Alex will probably testify for. So, yeah. 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 Anyway, that ended up basically uh, year, picking Boston. What year was it, would you say? I mean, the Bills have always been bad for in our lifetimes, pretty much. So, it's not like you had um, I've been yeah. an NFL fan and watcher for years and years. Like, probably as long as I can remember. I remember being, I'd have been seven-ish, eight, when Elway won his last one for the Broncos. Uh, far winning for... Um, the Packers. So that was what ninety seven, ninety eight, sort of. Was when the when Favre won it. Yeah. Yeah. So around about that time. So what I remember watching it since then, but realistically, being a Patriots fan for probably the last twelve or thirteen years, around about the time of the the Giants uh, Super Bowls that will not be mentioned anymore. <laughs> so, so we'll move on. We More talk about bad. Don't feel bad about it. so big news big off-season news obviously is the signing of cam newton now is that cam newton starting or does Jarrett stidham have the um have the leg up have the um 
the favourite so far because he's been the system, no system, or is it going to be Cam straight in, straight, straight up starting week one? I might regret this. However, <laughs> I'll become a Buffalo Bills fan if Newton isn't the starter week one. Hot take. Well, that's, take that. that, that's how uh, <laughs> confident I am. I'll be shocked and, yeah. and dismayed we'll him, if he is not the starter. We'll get him a mug. We'll get him a mug if that happens as well to make it official. <laughs> yeah, so that's how confident I am. I, uh, I must say, though, I am a huge uh, Stidham fan. My very first podcast um, for the, the Patriots Nation UK, the old one, was with my friend Stephen, who is the aforementioned Giants fan, is also a 49ers fan. Um, so I got him on. He's a friend. I thought it's a nice way to break into, you know, doing podcasting of mm. any description. And we sat down and broke down film on Stidham and Jimmy G. And so I can see a lot of comparisons between the two of them. A lot of the film from his final season in Auburn was some good, some bad, but probably the bad was more related to the, the actual offensive line in front of him and having to throw the ball away quicker and windows that weren't there or just getting sacked and such like. So um, I see why the front office and Bill liked him. I wasn't, the whole off-season, I wasn't confident that they... We're 100% behind him, though, as much as he was the QB until a yeah, few weeks yeah. ago. Um, and all the pieces have, all the dominoes have gone into effect and, you know, picked him up for less than what Teddy Bridgewater will get paid this season. So, yeah, crazy. Yeah. Can't, uh, can't yeah, disagree think... with that value. And so, yeah, I think Newton will be number one come week one. I just read today that Cam Newton's comments on the playbook was it's like calculus. Um, I think that there's been a lot of big name free agents come to New England over the years, you know, Ocho Cinco, uh, for example, uh, that just couldn't pick it up. Um, are we, are we, is there any news about him struggling or anything? I mean, I know they haven't really done anything yet, but um, you're confident that he can pick it up or, and, and, and to go with that, uh, are you confident in his physical level? Um. I think he'll pick it up. I think they'll also adapt it towards this. I mean, obviously, um, TB12's gone now, so they're going to have to do something different. Um, and I think they will do it differently, especially if Cam is the the one that they've picked out as the starter. I think they would have gone a slightly different route and kept it quite similar to the old way because, obviously, um, Sidham's been in the system for a year now under Tom before he left. But now with a slightly more dynamic quarterback than even Stidham is, um, they'll probably make things more workable for Cam Newton himself. But yeah, he, I mean, he's a former league MVP. I think he could walk in any team pretty much and pick up their playbook. It was just about getting the right deal for him and for the team that in question that he ended up going to. And we've seen since he might, if it had been happening now because the opt-outs that have occurred, he might have taken more of the the cash that we have in our, our cap room now. So luckily enough for us, it was done at a time that we were down about the last cent of cap room space that we managed to squeeze him in and get the deal done. Yeah. I mean, that leads us pretty much on to the, um, to the next point. And obviously all the opt-outs that are actually um, that are happening, you, I think you all lost eight, nine guys um, uh, opting out. Yeah, I think it was eight. Was it 
Patrick Chung and Deontay Dante Hightower. They yeah. So just two. kind of go over like who are the, who are the top players that you lost so far? Um, over uh, from the opt outs, um, Hightower is the main one. He's the signal caller. He's the captain of the defense. Um, he's the mic. He's the everything in that defense. And to lose him this year is huge. Um, I'm actually, this is my high tower jersey I'm sitting in at the moment. Actually. <laughs> and um, so he's gone. Patrick Chung is, was the other main piece that's um, decided to opt out. There um, probably maybe Dan Vitale might have been the next one in line if you were, you know, going down the order of mm. the most important pieces that have gone. The fullback Dan Vitale they got um, from Green Bay. He was possibly coming in line to take over from where James Devlin left off last year, although we've got Jakob Johnson and potentially Dalton Keane, who was drafted as a tight end, but there is talk of him shifting over to a full-back role, and he might even become a hybrid. So yeah. I think they were, they were the top pieces, um, and I've spoken to a couple of mates that don't follow the Patriots as much as me, and they've said, who? who yeah. and so that kind of tells yeah, you I mean, the depth that they've kind of maybe lost or not lost to be the case. Uh, Brandon Bolden, that was the other one. He's he's always been good on special teams and good to, to help out in the running game if more than likely Rex Burkhead goes down at any point in the season. You also lost, is it Marcus Cannon? Yeah, he's gone. Uh, right tackle, um, Cannon, he's also gone. And um, there's word of Joe Tooney shifting over to take over from um, him in that position. Um, we'll see how that goes, if that's something they they go with. But Cannon's got issues that isn't just, you know, he's had yeah. a baby or whatever. He's previously had um, been a survivor of cancer. Um, I believe yeah, that has, you know, that's made him go the way mm. he has done. Yeah. What were the, for the, for the two important ones, uh, Hightower and Sean, what were the reasons? Was it just a, uh... Family, yeah, yeah, but both of them. Um, I can't remember about Chung off the top of my head, which is probably really bad. Um, but yeah, but Hightower three weeks ago, I think it was that um, he's welcomed a baby into the family, and Chung, I think his um, wife or girlfriend's pregnant and due very, very soon. Okay. So they, yeah, because for family reasons, that's the main reasons why they've opted mm. out, um, yeah, on this occasion. So, so. Yeah, so I mean, well, that's obviously weakened you a little bit. But then talk about let's talk about your off season, um, good, bad, average, your views, free agency draft. How would you how would you sum it up? Um, indifferent, probably. I mean, it's it's one of the it's the strangest of times, which I, I'm sure we've all said a million times already. Yeah. We're in un, unprecedented times with this COVID nineteen. It's on ongoing at the minute. I mean, I'm talking to you now in our city, um, well, my city, Aberdeen, is in a local lockdown again because of what happened um, a week or so ago, or 10 days, two weeks ago now. Um, there's been a big knock-on effect from people visiting bars that have then mixed with others and so on and so forth. And the locals, the local soccer team have well, been dragged over hot coals this week. Yeah, for them, I saw that. Yeah, for them being part of the reason behind it. Um, and mm-hmm. um, being in the midst of it in a bar that was, you know, way, way overcrowded in comparison to what social distancing um, dictates. Mm. So with that, it's been 
difficult to try and even evaluate anyone at this minute in time. There's been no uh, mini camps. There's been no um, rookie camp or anything like that. It's all been done as we are talking right yeah. now, pretty much in presentations online and such like that they've had to do. Um, which seems a little bit strange now, independent of where they are in the country, obviously, that they couldn't get them in a facility. And I'm sure you guys might have spoken about this, and Matt, you'll know from um, the English Premier League as well, how much protocols and things that they have gone through. I don't understand. I, I've, I've spoken to some people this week, and I posed that question to them of why don't they take basically take the English Premier League blueprint and put it in the NFL, put them in bio bubbles or whatever fancy name you want to go with and, mm. you know, run from from that point of view. We've seen it with the NHL, it's working. We've seen with the NBA, it's working. And then baseball has just been an absolute stramash of nonsense. Yeah. I've made that yeah. So, yeah, so it's, it's but, but apart from that, apart from the COVID-19 thing, um, Newton coming in has been huge, as we've just talked about. Um, I was really pleased with the draft. Kyle Duggar, who? Yeah. I mean, I think everyone thought the same thing, and he probably could have, um, they could have maybe even got him in the fourth or fifth round potentially because of the school that he went to. Mm. But everyone's everyone's uh, draft crush that one. Yeah, they've. Um, I mean, they they know the they know what they're looking for. They look for a certain type of player to fit in the system rather than the system fitting the player that's there. So. Um, the front office staff and the coaching staff know what they're getting out of Duggar or they wouldn't have taken him at the position they did. Josh Uche, I'm really pleased about um, another force at the linebacker um, spot and especially with Chase Winovich being there. Um, I think he can buddy him along being former teammates together at Michigan that he might come on quicker than you would expect, especially again, as you say, with the, the restraints that have been put on the, the rookies, especially this off-season. So overall, I, I'm quite pleased, but it's still, the jury's out until we actually see them on a field, which is obviously not going to be until week one with yeah. no pre-season this year. Yeah, no. <coughs> My boy. Right no. I'll take this next one. <laughs> you take the next one. We're losing that. Um, <laughs> So if, if you're happy with how the team has come together in the light of the loss of obviously the best player in your team history, um, his number one target in Gronk, um, you've owned the Bills. So let's talk about the matchup. You've owned us forever. Um, there's a huge wave in the media about the Bills are taking over, the Bills are taking over. Um, obviously, a Patriots fan, I wouldn't be ready to let go. Uh, make an argument for why the Patriots can still win the division. Cam Newton. We're <laughs> <laughs> really that high on him because, I mean, I remember we did, a, we did a, a show a few weeks ago about Cam Newton coming in. And at that time, I was worried. But then with the opt-outs, you know, losing an offensive lineman is big. Um, uh, learning a new playbook is tough. Um, because he's only been with one team before that, um, it, and then with the with, yeah, like with the opt outs, I'm I'm a little bit less worried now. Like I feel like we have a shot, but you're saying mm. Cam, he's gonna get it. He's gonna be MVP caliber again, and you're you're locked into that, yeah. Um, yes and no. I was kind of being flippant to be honest, Alex. Um, <laughs> and as you say, there's a lot of pieces that are 
um, have fallen since he came into the building, um, including the aforementioned high tower. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm not entirely sure, to be honest. I think it's it'll come down to the matchups between the, the two teams. Um, I think 10 and 6, 11 and 5 is enough for either team to win the division, whoever gets it. Yeah. I think crosses the finishing line first. Um, whether that's us, whether it's you guys, we can forget the other two. They're just not in a position to do anything of any one description th- whatsoever. One thing I agree with a Patriots fan on, that we can discount <laughs> the uh, Dolphins and the Jets. Yeah, we'll just discount them for at least this season until two hours into that system a bit more and then we'll see what he's got. Um, but going back to, I didn't actually answer your part of your question earlier on, Alex, the mechanics of um, Newton and his health is the huge thing. That's the two factors that can make or break his season and whether he's back to any sort of MVP cal- calibre or not, I think, because um, there's... A person, uh, Mark Schofield, I don't know if you've heard of him before, he is um, a Patriot writer but also does stuff for the the Eagles and the Giants and he's a former quarterback uh, himself to, I think, college level, if I remember rightly. And so he 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 knows, call it, um, quarterback plays and such like, and he is on his show that he podcasts for mainly to do with the the Patriots, as I say. Um, He will go into detail about various plays and why two tight end sets, et cetera, et cetera. And the thing he's mentioned is the shoulder and the injury mm. because even, I, I'm not sure if it's totally related to the injury or something that's come, always sort of been there, but basically his mechanics of his arm isn't the best. And he's always had a, an issue with throwing to certain windows, whether it's outside, the, I think it's outside the numbers on his strong side. Um, isn't the greatest, whereas he can obviously he can throw across, but not that way, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the mechanics in his health, and if he can be any sort of MVP level caliber um, quarterback, I think that's what tips it over the edge for us to win the division. Um, and again, similarly with you guys, I think it comes down to whether Josh Allen can step up and. Um, again prove I mean he was brilliant last year up until that playoff game where it was unfortunate for you guys that he just it was a, a deer in headlights and he yeah, just didn't know what he was doing. Um if he gets his head straight and in those sort of big moments then you know potentially the sky's the limit for you guys and uh, yeah. it's probably a long time coming as yeah. uh, sorry That's Buffalo it. Bills fans um that you know you've been for a number of years. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you got to think at a certain point, something's got to change. I mean, nothing stays the same mm. forever, right? I mean, no. as long as it's not the Jets or the Dolphins, you know, we'll, we'll take our turn next, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you could be um, quite assured about that. And, and as you say, things are cyclical. It was, um, what's that, coming on 20 years since you guys uh, had that Super Bowl run that sadly ended up the way it did for you guys. Um, so, I mean, that's fashion goes in 20-year cycles. Football may go in 20-year cycles. So maybe it is yeah. time for you guys, especially now that uh, Brady's left the building and it's we're, we're moving on to new new quarterback and such like. Yeah, so, I mean... Okay, oh, I, me... I had a quick question that we didn't talk about, Matt. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the wide receiver you drafted last year, his name eludes me. Uh, Nikhil Harry. Yeah, um... How, where's his progression? Because he's a Kelvin Benjamin type, 
and that's when Cam Newton had his best season. Yeah. Uh, how's how's he doing? Because there was a a bust last year. Uh, so is he going to redeem himself? Um, bust maybe a, a strong word for a rookie. I mean, there are there are cases. I know what you're trying to say though. There are cases where it, it has been a pretty off season, especially he. He was on IR for so long and only got a player after, uh, you know, a few games. Mm-hmm. And being on IR didn't help him his integration in the yeah. team. Now he's got a full off season behind him. He's gone into year two, another season in the the system, so to speak, to learn the playbook and such like. So, um, realistically, he probably becomes the wide receiver two slash three, um, because they wouldn't have paid a second-round pick for Moussa Nuru that didn't mean that he could then step up and be that player also. and um, yeah, Almost by default, in a way, through veteranship and otherwise, that Edelman is probably the wide receiver one de facto. So then it falls back to them too. And then behind that, um, it's almost a free-for-all between a former um, Newton teammate, Demir Bird, and... Jacoby Myers and Olszewski and all the rest of them that are there vying for that third, fourth, fifth receiver slot. So last season, there were two close games between us. Obviously, with the Bills off-season additions, through through trade with Diggs, through um, the free agency and all that, is there anything that you could see that actually scares you um, going into the matchup? So is there anything that you think... They've strengthened up on that. They can. And have you got any weaknesses? Was there any weaknesses in the um, Patriots' armor? Um, I think it's quite similar to what um, we talked about this time last year. To be honest, with uh, both defenses are huge. They're top five defenses. Um, you know, you've got one. We've both got some of the best cornerbacks in the league, in Davies White and uh, Stephon Gilmore, obviously ex Bills player as well. Um, it's whether for me it probably again boils down to whether Hightower um, how much of a loss is, mm. it becomes evident that he is and besides the opt-outs as well we've also lost Jamie Collins Kyle Van Noy they, you know, they've both gone as well and they were huge pieces in our defence last year yeah. so that's that's something to look out for for you guys especially when you've got like so You've added Diggs into the mix, as we were just saying as well. But Allen, if he can step up and be um, a better quarterback than he was last year. Um, so, yeah, it kind of kind of comes down to both defences, really. I think also our, as I just said, the wide receivers aren't, aren't all that. But, I mean, as you say, if Kelvin Benjamin's the best that Newton's had to play with and that can get you an MVP season then yeah. what can you yeah. do with the guys that are there so okay. um, and our running game is is pretty strong James White is a good um, got a Swiss army running back to have you know if he's in you don't know whether it's going to be a running play an RPO or something Michelle's the one that I just don't know which way it'll go for him this year I think it's make or break for him sadly He's having these foot injuries. Um, he's back on the pup list for now. We'll see how that goes. Um, he just wasn't the same run back at all last season in comparison to his first year. 
whether you know you want to blame that on the the line that they couldn't just they couldn't open up the space for him, or it's just him. He just runs into brick walls and he expects, you know, what happened in the season before to happen again. I don't know, but it's make or break for him. And but at least we've got uh, Damian Harris is waiting in the wings, and hopefully he comes on yeah. in year two and. Kind of his rookie year because since he redshirted last year, pretty much, and see mm. how he gets on. So, and you, yeah, I think it kind of comes down to the defenses who who buckles first, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, you you really out your own secondary. You've only really lost Patrick Chung. You still got the McCourtney's. You still got obviously Gilmore, and I'm assuming that they they've started playing Duggar or they're looking to play Duggar in the um in Chung's role, and we know. What everyone's actually draft crushing him over during the season, that he could actually play that role and actually be that impact player as a um as a rookie. Yeah, those are three strong pieces still. Yeah, um, Duggar again is a question mark against him again because of COVID nineteen. We don't know how it'll affect him um, making such a big jump. I mean, it's not even a, a step or a jump; it's an absolute leap coming from a Division two school to be in the NFL without any sort of physical training time, apart from now, obviously, as we speak, they're all in the training camp and we'll see how that goes as well. And, yeah, um, it's it comes more down to the linebackers and the actual line itself, I think, rather than the, the backfield, because the backfield, is, as you say, Matt, is pretty solid as, mm. as in comparison to last year. They've not really lost that much. Yeah. So, it could, it, it, all in all, you probably could say that Obviously, if you take the linebackers in question against uh, against the running backs, it's mainly going to be can Allen and the wide receivers actually get the best of um of the, the secondary for the Patriots and vice versa. Can so obviously we got issues well issues of sort with Norman or Wallace being outside Trey White, but still got the safeties. Can Newton and the um and the wide receiver group actually take on the bill sector. I think that's where it'll be won and lost. But obviously, as you say, your your main losses have been linebacker, but that's kind of where I'm looking at. Yeah, I think yeah. If you're talking about two great secondaries, then this might be a running game kind of matchup. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, it could be. Um Singletary coming on to his second season. I, I like him as a running back. Um see how that improves obviously Gore's not there anymore so um, yeah it could it could come down to the, the running game and I think um, just before we came on air we've signed another cornerback and Michael Jackson as funny a name as that is um, taking him off the off the Lions so he's had a year under Patricia which is probably part of the reason that um, he was waived today and then picked up by the Patriots straight away so um, for an undisclosed draft pick, so he's. I mean, we have got depth at cornerback. It is that line and the linebackers in behind that are mm. going to be the question if they can get it Allen and um, stop Diggs and uh, John Brown at all to um, scoring touchdowns. Yeah. So we'd like to say thank you very much for for coming on the show. Second time on the show. One more time, we might do as I do on. Um, on soccer and give you like a uh, an American football voice time by me and Alex. Ooh. Possibly, who knows? <laughs> um, where can um, where can the listeners, if they want to banter with you, um, Hans versus Bills, listen to 
anything, any podcast of yours, where can they uh, where they, can they find you and have a nice little uh, banter battle? Um, the main place for the podcast is at Pat's Chat UK. That's P A T S C H A T UK. Um, my own personal Twitter, if you want to uh, have a wee banter and a bit of go me on there, is Matt Inkster at Matt Inkster, M A T T I N K S T E R. Um, as mentioned previously, it used to be uh, the podcast was under an old moniker, Patriots Nation UK. You can still find it on all the good places under that name for now, and I'm looking into getting that changed um, probably this week because um, I've done some interviews and stuff leading up to the new season this past week. So looking to get that sorted. Um, got a new new guy, Jake, on board with me now. Um, you, if if you want, you can listen to the intro podcast um, uh, as to his background. But he's a he's a good guy, great guy to have on board for various reasons, um, mainly to do with his actual professional job that he does, um, which will help improve us and um, maybe like yourselves build up the YouTube channel and the, the Instagram and such like going mm. forward. So yeah, Twitter is the main place and then, you know, can branch out from there. So Twitter again is at Pat's Chat UK and my one is at Matt Inkster. Awesome. Good luck building the brand. Yes, we know. We yeah, know same as is. you guys. You're paving the way, so I'll, I'll uh, <laughs> take some lead from you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See how it goes. But no, thanks very much for having me on. And, That's you know, cool. anytime um, you want to chat and banter, then give us a shout. Yeah, Sounds will good. do. So once again, thank you very much, Matt, for uh, for coming on the show. Cheers. Not us. Yeah, not, not us. us. You don't know anything about heart. You don't know anything about work. No. Huh? That's who we are. Those are three. One, two, three. Yeah.